All right, we are kicking off our summer Talking with Friends podcast series. I am Sports Information Director Levi Converse, and as always, I am joined by my assistant. Yes, still assistant yeah, Sports still. Information yeah, Director. Yeah, still am. More still day. claiming it. Yeah, I'm still claiming it. Yeah, you will probably for quite a while. I which will is fine. always yep. claim this. You know the year is over. Yeah. Well, our podcast series is going to be starting off introducing our new head coaches coming into this year. Uh, I think it's a great way to introduce them, let you get to know them. We've done the press releases, we've done some things on social media, but it's not like hearing from them themselves. So kicking it off this time is our new men's and women's wrestling head coach, Aaron Meister. Aaron, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here and to, to share the information about what's going on with the, with the new wrestling program and, and the developments that are, that are currently taking place. Yeah, for sure. And before we kind of get into what's going on with the program here, you recently hosted a camp um, on campus that we talked about a little bit about social media. Um, tell us kind of what that entailed and then how that went. Yeah, so I, I grew up in, in Kansas and um, came through the, the USA Kansas development system. And they, they approached me and asked if we could host the, the Southern Plains um, Regional Training Camp here. Uh, on Friends University campus in the, in the Casado McKay gym and uh, we was able to, to get that lined out and so they they used that facility and it was kind of what I have been you know envisioning since my interview uh, in October was that that gym you know um, from from door to door you know uh, on the floor we had mats all the way across it so um, you know the that the McKay Gym holds four wrestling mats, and we had 50 participants in in there um, training on Thursday and Friday, and then on Saturday and Sunday they had the Southern Plains Regional uh, Tournament out at the Kansas Star. So it was a it was a pretty busy weekend. Wow, that's that does sound very busy. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> And it looked like it was going pretty well from, from the pictures that we've seen and um, kind of the interactions on it. It seemed like it was a pretty good thing. So Absolutely. You know, just to be able to give back to the, to the Kansas system, to get kids on campus and kind of, you know, show them a glimpse of maybe where they could be in the future is, is just a really big selling point and, and so forth. So I think it was a win-win for, for both parties. They, they enjoyed the... The, the facility and, and I enjoyed having them and getting to know them a little better. Yeah, and as we kind of sit here in the summer, we're heading into your first season here of, of compet competition. Um, how would you kind of assess where things stand recruiting wise? Um, they're good. Um, you know, there's always work to be done. It's always a work in progress. But kind of some of the goals that were lined out for the, the program were to, to recruit 16 student athletes. Um, you know, to date, I, I currently have 28, and there's still some that are working through the system. So I, I think we're going to be in, in the 30s, um, you know, from a recruiting standpoint numbers. And so, you know, that was kind of the question, you know, am I, was, were we going to be able to get enough or were we going to get more than what we thought we were going to get? And, and that's a good sign to, to be able to say we're, we got more than what we, we thought we could get. Well, this isn't the first time that you've been involved in starting a wrestling program. I mean, you were also the assistant coach at your previous stop when Wayland Baptist began their 
um, wrestling programs. Is there some things that you experienced in the startup there that you've kind of put into practice here? Yeah, absolutely. Just really doubling down, you know, um, what what you're selling outside of, of getting a quality education and, and ultimately a degree so you can go out and be a productive member in, in society and, you know, make a living for yourself and have a career is, is being a part of history. Um, you know, this first year and then, you know, for a while, there's going to be the opportunity to do something that's never been done before. And so these student athletes coming in are going to be able to say for the rest of their life that they were part of the inaugural, you know, uh, Friends University wrestling program. And, you know, some of these kids are going to be able to say that, you know, they, they won the first match in the duel or they were the first conference champion or All-American or national champion and, you know, however far that, that goes up the ladder. So there's, you know, the, the, the motto is going to be be first this year. Yeah. Be the first person to be an academic All-American, to, to do something that that won't, you know, will not be able to be done again because you were the first person to do it. Yeah, yeah, and that will stand in history forever. That's, that's actually pretty exciting when you put it like that. Um, we did a release um, recently. You had the opportunity to coach um, Tamara Mensa Stock at WBU. She's qualified, in case anyone missed it, she's qualified for the Tokyo Olympics uh, by winning her series 2-0 at the U.S. Olympic Trials. Um, so just kind of talk a little bit about and let our listeners in on how she developed on your watch and to kind of get in the horse she has today. Yeah. Well, number one, Tamara has a twin sister who's equally special, and I'm, I'm very proud that I got to, you know, be a part of their life and, and help coach and, and develop them, you know, on and off the mat. And they're, they're two people that I love and, and think dearly of. And so, you know, to see Tamara where she's at now is, you know, kind of, it's the pinnacle of, of what, you know, you can do in, in the sport of wrestling as a coach. When you say your wrestler has, you know, won a world championship, uh, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, that was her goal coming into it was, you know, that she wanted to go to the Olympics. And she's been down this route uh, previously. She actually had won the Olympic trials in 2016, but she was not able to qualify the weight. So even though she was our Olympian, our representative for the United States, she didn't qualify the weight for the Olympics. Um, you know, and that was, you know, at the time, Pretty, pretty tough for her. Um, I wouldn't say a setback, um, you know, maybe maybe just a hurdle to get over. Um, so she persevered and, you know, she stayed consistent and, and true to what she, she wants to do. And now she's won the trials and she's qualified the weight and she's the, she's the number one seed, you know, going into, into the Olympics. And she has a chance to set herself up for life, you know, if she could walk out of that thing with a, with a gold medal, then she can really prosper financially um, from that and, and do, some, do some even more amazing things from that. That's exciting stuff. That's something that we're definitely going to be watching this summer. I watch the Summer Olympics anyway. It's my favorite one of the Olympics. I like the Winter Olympics. I don't know how you feel, Morgan. Which one of the Olympics do you like the oh, best? Oh, I love the Summer Olympics. The Summer ones is my favorite. I like the Winter, too. I watch both. But um, you, you I, I love the Summer Olympics. Way, so. For me... Also, Summer Olympics has volleyball, so yeah. that's very near and dear to me. Yeah, and in my yeah. heart, not gonna lie. But also, like, it's so 
To me, it's more fascinating to see the Summer Olympics and the different things that they do versus the Winter Olympics. However, I grew up where winter sports wasn't a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't even have snow. So, yeah. I mean... I'm the same way. I, I like... What I like in the summer, I like watching the wrestling. I like watching the boxing. I like watching basketball um, and all that. The gymnastics, I like gymnastics too. And track. Gymnastics is so awesome. I'm not going to lie. I like all that. Yeah, Simone Biles. And, and yeah. Yes. Swimming. I love watching swimming. Winter, I like the hockey. And I don't know if I'm in my nor not. I love watching the bobsled. I do like that. I know not everybody Full likes running. it. But I do like that, yeah. <laughs> but that's, I mean, winter is kind of a a la carte thing for me like you'll watch certain events but it's not you know you can live without some of them at the summer olympics i've watched that nearly wall to wall yeah 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 I, I think there's no doubt no However, doubt figure skating is interesting i like i watch that sometimes yeah i do i do the spread skating yeah oh that's kind of yeah cool. that's kind of fun that's oh, kind of fun Oh, I remember him. Now that he was a star. You know, you said when you win a gold medal, it can kind of say, "Yeah, that's true." Because even one gold medal, remember, we remember that for years. I mean, I remember the gymnastics. I think it was '96. Carrie Strug won the gold medal, and she had the leg injury, and she that become folklore. And you know, if you can win a gold medal, you can have you you you're going to be given speeches. You're going to be having endorsement deals, maybe for the rest of your life, possibly. Yeah, you're almost becoming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you stand there on center stage and you get your medal and they play the anthem, that becomes part of history, and it's it's awesome. It's awesome to watch, and hopefully she can she can do that. She's got the talent to do it. Is what it sounds like. Absolutely. So that's gonna be fun. God willing. Yeah, yeah. We'll be watching for sure. And just kind of in addition to that, the student athletes you've met her, and we we discussed this in our release, but they've won two Olympic trials now. One world championship and 17 national championships, um, just to say the least. Is there a specific trait that you're looking for that you believe you, when you're on the recruiting, recruiting trail, that you believe has to have, that a student athlete has to have to have success? Um, you know, I don't know if there's something that they necessarily have to have. I think everybody has their, you know, a champion has their own special ingredient that makes them unique. Um, I, I think some of the things that I recognize, the characteristics that I recognize in, in people, and not just in wrestling, but just people in general that are successful, is they do certain things, and, and then, you know, one is communicate. You know, they have clear, concise, and consistent communication. They have a great attitude, you know, and, and, they, and they give a great effort. And if you can do those things consistently, more than not, you're going to be you know, successful. Um, I would say, you know, what I, what Tamara has and, and some of my other champions have had is a really outgoing, uh, bubbly personality. And, you know, if you look at a wrestler or if you look at a fighter, boxing, MMA, you think of someone who's real stoic, who's real tough, um, you know, and so forth, and she is just giggly and, you know, <laughs> skipping around like a little schoolgirl, and just, you know, puts a big smile on your face, and so I've learned quickly, you know, I didn't try to control or to sway her from that personality of, hey, you need to be focused, hey, you need to be serious, I, I just, you know, doing that would take away from who she is, and then she, I don't think she would be 
the person she is today or she wouldn't have been in the program maybe if I was controlling of, of that personality and so she just kind of got a free spirit and you know some of my other you know really good wrestlers have that too so I kind of it's kind of almost a relaxed feel you know that they're they're themselves and they're having fun with it and and you can have fun and and, um, and be successful at the same time too yeah I, I agree and I and, and Morgan has some questions for you too but um, I want to get kind of piggyback on that because I think that's important with a student athlete because uh, in, in all sports though baseball is a big one but um, you're saying the softball world series we we try to put student athletes in a box to where we think they have to act a certain way you know be focused all the time you know and I know there's a certain way you need to carry yourself obviously that's that goes without saying but I think it's important we let the athletes have fun. For instance, in baseball, if you celebrate a home run too much, you know, it's an unwritten rule. You know, you're going to, you know, and I think we need, we almost take the fun and enjoyment out of the sport. And if we do that, I think it lessens a student athlete's ability to have success. And in some cases, maybe not even play the sport at all. And maybe they just totally, you know, lose their enjoyment of it and decide, okay, I'm going to quit and move on to something else. I think you can really take away their spirit. If you try to put them in too much of a box, kind of a one-size-fits-all mentality, and I think that's important with Tamara and anyone, I think it's important they have fun and be themselves and let them know, okay, not everybody's going to act the same. You're going to have your own personality, and let's just go with that. Because I think if you don't do that, I think you risk losing a student-athlete. Yeah, you know. Um, and there was an opportunity for Tamara not to come back and uh, to Wayland after she won, you know, the Olympic trials. She actually took... Um, like a, a red shirt year, a gray shirt year, and trained at the Olympic Training Center, and then you know I would still coach her at the at the tournaments, and she won the trials, and then after that, she still had a year to come back, and you know everybody was like, don't go back, don't go back to Wayland, you need to do, you need to mm -hmm. go somewhere else to do better. Well, she was still, you know. Uh, student athlete for Wayland but she was doing international competitions at the same time and so we sent her over to uh, Russia and she did the Oregon tournament and I, I kind of was feeling the pressure as a coach because I was like if she doesn't perform here people are going to say well you just won the Olympic trials now that you went back to Wayland and you, you didn't perform you're, you're not getting what you need you need to leave and so she won that tournament and I felt you know a little bit validated that she was able to con to come back and continue to train, you know, at Wayland and perform at a very high level um, and so forth. So that was that was very satisfying for me uh, as a as a coach. And she wouldn't have came back to Wayland if she didn't enjoy, you know, herself there um, or me or or the program and whatnot. And, you know, it's it's funny because I think in today's society we're we're so critical of everybody and what they do, whether they celebrate yeah. or whether they yeah. don't celebrate. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, I had a couple uh, of wrestlers this year to go on and win some national titles and we were criticized because they didn't celebrate. You know, I was like, well, they haven't lost in two years. They, they, you know, these two, these two people hadn't lost in two years and so this, they, they expected to win and so after they won, it wasn't something that, you know, they, they achieved beyond their belief. They, they just did what they were expected to, and people were like, well, they weren't celebrating and this and that. And it's like, no matter what you do, it's like somebody's going to criticize you. Yeah, so. yeah. 
No doubt with social media. Well, I'll say this before I let Morgan kind of take over. Um, whoever said that she shouldn't come back to Wayland and, and is not getting what she needed, that's, that's known as a freezing cold take. Uh, if you see on Twitter, you know, sometimes two or three years that someone says something that's kind of off base and proven wrong, that's a freezing cold take retweet. That would have been retweet. If, if old takes exposed was, 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 you know, tagged, they would retweet that, seeing where she is now and, and the su- success she had with you. That, that take didn't age very well. So that, that's pretty good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so I have mainly just random, weird, but fun questions. You know, he does the serious side. I do the semi-serious. I'm not 100% serious on your semi-serious. I do the legit non-serious okay. stuff. It's pretty great. You know, so we have like, okay, this like, okay, well, actually, I'll ask this question second because it's interesting. So what exactly is the build for a wrestler that you would kind of look for? Like, what kind of a wrestler would you look for? You know, and I'm going to answer your question by not answering it. <laughs> and, and, you know, the beautiful thing about wrestling is, is there is not necessarily um, a, a shape, a size, or a form um, that somebody necessarily has to be. Um, they can be tall, they can be thick, they could they could be a little pudgy, um, they could be lean, they could be bony, um, you know, they come in all shapes and forms and sizes, you know, because you got 10 different weight classes on the men's and women's sizes and, you know, varying from on the girl's side 101 pounds to, to 191 pounds and on the guy's side from 125 to 285. But I guess if you would, you know, say that the stereotypical wrestler is probably stocky, you know, um, and, and so forth, and, and, and pretty lean and, 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 and whatnot. But I've, I've had some people, and I, I just said this the other day about one of my, one of my favorite wrestlers was Jatia, um, Jatia Thomas. And Jatia, you know, came, came to me, and she was 16 years old when she graduated. So she started college as a 16-year-old, and then you know turned 17 in, within that first month or so. So very young and had very little experience, and she was so athletic. But I look at Jatia, and Jatia could have been a ballet dancer. Yeah. And so she was long, and she was slender, um, and she really wasn't, um, I would say, necessarily muscular, but she had leverage. So you got people who are stocky, and they have a lot of strength and power, and then you got some some other people who might be really long and slender, and they might be quick and have leverage. So, um, you know, I I think if I could pick wrestlers, um, I would pick people who have a lot of length, because that that's gonna come with leverage. Um, they're gonna have some leverage on them. But um, I answered your question without answering it. Sorry. No, you, no, you kind of did, and it's similar did. to what we've done. Yeah. What we talked about. You actually about. did, and this actually gives me hope for my next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we kind of have, a, it's like a segment, but not segment on this show, because we don't do it all the time, but I like to ask, like, especially coaches. We do it enough of, never, where people can count on it. Yes, we do it enough to where a lot of people know about it, for sure. Okay. So, it's technically like Morgan tries it in a way, or should Morgan try it, you know? So, we've done power walking. Or race walking. Yeah. So we've done race walking. I'm very intrigued by race walking. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. 
I know why. When you, you said it's a sport, you said right here on the podcast, you was, said you thought it's a I sport where it. you can really do it and, and their, the, their risk of injury is very low. That's very true. And, and you thought that was a so, good avenue to go. Mine would technically be, I mean, I'm really long. I'm six foot. Okay. Tall, I'm, I'm long, mm-hmm. you know, ish. <laughs> got, the, got the length here now, you know, so I think, do you think I could do actually wrestling? Anybody can yeah, but do you think I could? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Like, I mean, I'm not a very big person. <laughs> are, are you are you mentally tough? Yes. Do you like challenges? Yes. Okay, so those are two really, you know, things that you're going to, you know, encounter. Um, is you have to be mentally tough because it, it is a physically demanding sport. Um, you know, it's you against somebody else. You know, there's a weight class, um, uh, you know, aspect to it. And, and, you know, I've been doing, I've been wrestling a long time, almost 33 years now. And I often, you know, would ask myself, you know, in the beginning, why did you do it? Well, I got into wrestling because I saw wrestling on TV. And I thought that's what I was going to be doing. I was going to be jumping off ropes. Yeah. 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 And I've watched that too since yeah. I was a kid. I still watch it. <laughs> I still do with with my kids. I do. Yep. And so I got a flyer, and I thought that's what I was going to go to practice to do. And it was it was different than that, but I enjoyed it. And so as a young as younger, it was about winning um, and ultimately trying to become the best. And then as I got older, you know, and I was able to achieve that. What you know started as a goal for me became a dream. Um, you know, I was able to accomplish my dream, and now I'm able to make a living out of it. And I like, why do I still enjoy doing this? Well, wrestling to me provides a constant challenge in my life. And that challenge, you know, um, if you stick with it, forces you to become a better person, um, to help other people become great. Because I had so many great coaches and family and friends and, and teammates support me along the way. And, that's what I want to do now is, is pay that forward to the next generation of, of wrestlers. That's good. And it's one-on-one. That that's the challenge. It's, you know, in other team sports, you don't have to – it's all in your control. You don't have to worry about, you know, someone else missing a shot in basketball or dropping a pass in football or striking out and you don't get to come to bat. It's all in your court, literally, in wrestling. That's ultimately, the yeah, challenge of it. when you go to compete, you're – I call it the circle of truth. You're going to step out on the mat – you're stepping into that circle of truth, and you know you're, you're out there by yourself with no one really to save you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about the individual part. I don't know. I'm more of a team person, <laughs> an individual person. <laughs> you don't want it all on you. You don't want to have to I be mean, by yourself. Like, I definitely wouldn't mind it, but I'm already so mentally hard on myself. Like I, I play volleyball, or I did play volleyball here, so having that team atmosphere was really nice plus I've also played softball I've always been part of like a team mm-hmm. type of thing I've never really been like an individual outside of like track and high school so I don't know how I would feel about that because I feel like I put too much pressure on myself <laughs> that's the thing yeah there's usually a lot of anxiety that that comes with oh man I already have that so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey maybe though maybe though you're already Prepped and ready for it. Then. Maybe I am. You know, maybe this is how I get my anger management out. <laughs> That's how you do Let's it. Go. Yeah, yeah. That, there you go. No, you might be ready for it then. See, 
I might be able to. We might have to try this one. Yeah, we'll put that there with the rice walk as, right, as right possibilities. Right, right, yeah. walking. Okay, I'm doing wrestling now. Yeah. Let's go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so whenever it does come to, like, the actual legit wrestling, not that WWE is necessarily fake wrestling. I don't know how. Scripted. 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 Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I don't really know much. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a, I've been to it live. It's uh, not fake. It's scripted. Yeah, I, was like, I don't think it's I necessarily can, fake. I've seen injuries in the ring live. I, yeah. I I've seen it, but it is scripted. Yeah. But so. like, so what exactly are like the different move terms? Because obviously, I don't think you have. Okay, we're beating you with the chair, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the pummel drives, whatever. Brain Buster is the one that I kind of enjoy right so now. So I think you know. Call it neutral, and that's where, where both people are on their feet. I think some of your go-to moves right there, you got your leg attacks, you got a single leg, um, you know, and that's where you're attacking one leg. You got a high crotch, um, you know, and then you got a double leg. Those are your three kind of main go-to leg attacks, and then you kind of got some upper body throws, um, you know, maybe a lateral drop or maybe a headlock or or something along the lines of that are, are primarily a lot of the moves that you're going to hit on your feet. And then when, when you're on the mat, um, you know, for, for guys, and, and guys and girls have different styles of wrestling in college. The guys wrestle folk style. Um, and so when they're on the mat, it's called referee's position where you got, you know, one person on top, one person on bottom. And there's a whole slew of moves that I don't even have enough time in the day to to go over, um, and then the women, you know, a freestyle, um, and that's, you know, they call that parterre, um, and, and so forth, and, and the object, obviously, is to expose somebody's back, and ultimately try to, try to hold them, and pin their shoulders to the mat, um, but it, it all starts on your feet, and then it works to the mat. Interesting. So, I've only seen, like, okay, like, okay, the most... The wrestling knowledge that I've probably seen because I've never seen like an actual wrestling match no lie but I've seen okay Diary of a Wimpy Kid there's like this part in the movie where he tries to be a wrestler and it turns out that it's like nothing like he expected you know and it's just funny so I was like okay I want to compare it to that for some reason <laughs> Oh man, I think that's like the most extent of my wrestling knowledge. Well, you get you get a so, large helping of it this year because oh, we're yeah. gonna start we're gonna start here. Oldest sport, really? Wrestling is the oldest yeah. sport. Mm -hmm. huh. So I believe, um, and I don't know if track or running is referenced, but I know it's referenced in the Bible. It's it is. Right? It is. Mm -hmm. It is that and track is the only two sports that's actually referenced. Uh, and track isn't referenced as much, but I know, you know, Paul talks about as the runner, you know, strives to win the race, so should you with the relationship with Christ. So he does talk about running and wrestling. That's the only two sports that I know that's actually mentioned in the Bible is wrestling and, and running. Those probably were the only two nonviolent sports that were going yeah. on at yeah. the time. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, those two sports are, are both referenced. So you get to see a lot of it here. We're starting this year. Yeah, yeah we got some we got some home duels scheduled and then a mm -hmm. tournament as well, which we'll yeah. we'll put out a press release on yep. and so forth. So I'm really excited. Everything that I've I've wanted to do, 
um, with this program is, is currently being done and we're moving forward and moving forward a little bit faster than, than uh, not necessarily faster, but I guess ahead of schedule. And so I think a lot of good things are on its way. Um, a lot of things are developing. And, you know, when we just kind of establish a little bit more, you know, culture and build some tradition, and there's a lot of good wrestling in Wichita. And that, that's the nice thing is I haven't, I've only had to leave Wichita a couple times to go recruit. I, I can recruit a lot of good wrestlers in the Wichita area that just stay here and kind of build out from there. So that's been really yeah. nice, too. I am super excited to get it going. That's the truth. I am. That's even in their understatement. I am super excited. And I'll tell you what, it has caught on so big here. I don't know if anyone told you or if I told you, but when we did your initial release, um, that you know you were hired and we were starting the programs and stuff, we kind of blew it up big and it became the most viewed release in the history of our website. There we go. Yeah, it it got and our website goes back to. I mean, I'm in my fourth year here, going to my going to my fifth year this next year, but. Um, it goes back to 2006, I believe. It's when we got the, with the company we're at now. Um, so that's about 15 years worth of articles, thousands of articles. And it's the most viewed in the history of the website. And it's not even close. Oh, not, as, not even really close. There's like, a, I think, a 2,000 view gap or something. Okay. And it's it just, I couldn't believe it. I'd have to go back and look again. But I told Rob this. We were, I was blown away by how many um, impressions and views we got on Twitter and our social media channels. Because um, we promote a lot of things on there, and, it, and some gets good hits, and you know, some just announcement and stuff, and, and that's all well and good. But this caught on like a ball of fire. I mean, there's so much excitement. It just, it literally, it was like the biggest thing. I think it was the most excited that the community's gotten since I've been here over something. And I think that is really bodes well going forward is how excited everybody is at with it you know it's new and so people want to be a part of something new and and build it up so and i know talking with people in the community there's been a lot of support and you know you want to have goals and you want to reach out for things but you know kind of some of the bigger talks and the bigger picture is is you know i think you know wichita is it you know is excited about down the road, the possibility of bring, trying to bring home a championship. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and there, there, there's been talk about that already. Yeah. You know, um, and, and I'm all about trying to do that. Can you imagine how big that would be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. Look, that, would, that would be, anytime we talk championship, that just has a nice feel to it. Look, mm-hmm. And I think that's a possibility too. It's, uh, well, you're off to an amazing start. I can tell you that with the recruiting and, what I followed and I and I follow it close. It's uh, it's looking good. Thank you. And we've got we've got some more surprises and exciting news to to come in the future. I just don't want to give everybody all of it at once because I yep. don't think you necessarily appreciate it if you get everything. That's right. We we got to keep them wanting more. Yeah. We just got to give it a little bit at a time and keep dangling things. I know how this works. Yeah. I, I know how I'm, I my job is media relations and, and publicity and. And he stuff. Did it to me, and I'm his assistant. Like, yeah, yeah. I know how. I know how to keep the, the carrot dangling a little bit. So I, I'm all about that. That's good. But and we'll have you on again. You know, in the fall when we get going and stuff. Perfect. So wow. we'll 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 have more to dangle. In. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get him, we'll get him yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Aaron, thanks for stopping by today. It's been fun. 
Um, and we'll just we'll keep we'll keep promoting things and keep things going and um, looking forward to seeing season starting and we'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks guys. Yep, absolutely. All right, that was Aaron Meister, our wins and women's wrestling head coach. And it starts starting pretty soon here. Now we get into June. It's uh, it feels Gosh, like it's coming quick. In June? Yeah. The season is upon us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, yeah, and it don't seem like it's that quiet. It should be in the summer, but it's really not with the renovation going on and, and yeah. stuff like that. I'd say the renovation has definitely been a huge part, especially around here. Yeah, yeah. And just, it's keeping the campus active, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's keeping campus life at least a little bit active. Yeah, well, my yes. office is in Sumter now, and uh, it will be until September, until the Garvey Center is completely done. And so... I'm periodically checking on it and and looking at it. It's going to be pretty cool. But I, I, Sumter's not been too bad, though, really. I kind of like it. I, I like the setup. I actually really do like Sumter. I like the Sumter building in general. Granted, I don't go in there very often unless I'm meeting you now. But yeah, <laughs> especially yeah. since, well, I'm not, not a student here anymore. So yeah, yeah. It's kind of been bittersweet to still go in there and... Kind of be a part of yeah. it, I guess, in a way. Yeah, yeah. But and then, I'm excited about Garvey. Yeah, and I'm super excited. And Saturday morning, we're going to have a the court dedication um, for Jack Cater. Oh, yeah. He has been our. He was our winning. He had a um, won multiple KCAC titles as a men's basketball head coach. He also coached golf mm -hmm. and multiple sports. And we're that's going to be named and dedicated in his honor on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. I did a release a few weeks ago, and then I reposted it today with the information. And you're all, we're all, I believe we're also going to try to live stream it on Saturday. So in case you, you know, you can't be here and be a part of it, you can still watch it. And so that that'll be exciting too. So still a lot we of stuff are, going on. We are on. still naming the center Garvey Center. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. The, sure the court is going to be Jack Cater Court, and the name is already on there. Yeah. Um, but we're going to actually dedicate it on Saturday morning. Okay, I just yeah. want to make sure because now I'm like, oh poop, what is going yeah. on? Yeah. Like, yeah, it'll still be the garbage and I center. Had no idea. Yeah. Like, what? I knew yeah. we were dedicating the court, but I was like, hang on, are we also changing the name of the gym now? Because that's going to throw me for a loop when I come back to yeah. visit. Yeah. He coached from, I believe, 69 to 79, and um, he is going to be here on Saturday for the dedication. Mm -hmm. I've talked to Jack multiple times through this, and He's very excited, and I'm excited to, to be a part of it. It's going to be fun. That's really awesome, though. Yeah. So other than that, uh, just got some uh, really not a I mean, obviously the sports are not going on right now. No. So We do. Uh, we can talk about softball, though, really quick. Yeah. With yeah. the Softball World on Series right now. is on. Yep. Yeah. Oklahoma and Florida State will play game three. Actually, that is in progress right now. Oh, really? Start at 2 p.m. And that is the winner-take-all game. Yeah. It got some pushback for not uh, being in prime time, but uh, with it being delayed a day, and um, ESPN had their contractual contractual obligations yeah. that uh, they had to fulfill at the NBA playoffs tonight. So um, yeah, they had to move it to two o'clock. Yeah. The first nights were in prime time, and. Today is at 2 p.m. It is what it is, and them having to get pushed back a day didn't help, you know, but it's still going to be a great game. I'm excited about it. 
Yeah, Jada Coleman is just homeward for Oklahoma. Uh, oh, nice. They are now up two to nothing in the second bottom of the second over Florida State. No. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, no offense, because I like Oklahoma, but I'm kind of hoping that Florida State wins. I'm just saying, I'm more of a Florida State person than an Oklahoma person. So if that gives me some bad vibes really quick, I'm sorry, but I'm kind of hoping Florida State ends up pulling it out. Uh, the bad vibes are unmistakable. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's unmistakable. Mom. I had no idea he was a Florida State person. Well, I start? mean, compared to the two, yeah, like compared to these two, yeah, definitely I prefer Florida State over Oklahoma, but I mean... Overall, throughout the whole entire tournament, the one team that I was very upset to not see in the playoffs was definitely Michigan. Because normally they are in the World Series playoffs for um, for softball. And I know that they are in baseball. Or were, did they? Yeah, they did, they did move on in baseball. I forgot about that. But um, usually their softball team does too. And I was really kind of upset about that because, you know, I'm a Wolverines. Much love for my Wolverines. I get, I so, get, I get Michigan. I'm not sure I get Florida State. No. Well, do you get Oklahoma? Why would I support Oklahoma? Well, I'm for from one Texas. thing, work. Yeah, but I mean, I support Oklahoma, so you should be with, be with me. But I have family in Florida, so oh, I, I support Florida. You got who family in Florida? You got My family. My grandparents live in Florida. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. All I hear about is Michigan. No. Well, because they're from Michigan, but they live in Florida. Plus, Sid's in Florida now. And my cousin and my aunt are in Florida, you know, so I got to show love for Florida. I don't have anything in Oklahoma. Besides me, obviously. Oh, but not, Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> yeah, besides me. But, besides uh, you. I mean. I don't count. Know? I don't count, though, obviously. Well, I mean, actual family. You mean you are my actual family, too? I don't know. I just prefer Florida State. Yeah, all right. I I'll, wish that the Gators were in there All right. rather to, than FSU. To wrap this up, I'm just going to say Boomer Sooner. That's, that's all. I'll have to, to to extinguish the bad vibes. I'm just going to say Boomer Sooner. Okay, okay. Go. I'll take that. All right. I will take that. However, I did watch the OSU game. And, um, oh, I can never remember their name, but they're like J-A-C or something like that. They're like a purple team. Oh, James Madison? Yes, thank you. Yeah, James Madison actually beat Oklahoma State. Yeah, I saw that. And Oklahoma beat them two times in a row to advance to the championship series. Oh, really? James Madison actually beat Oklahoma the first game. Nice. Yeah. I thought yeah. they were going to, they seemed like they were like the underdog team this year. Yeah. That yeah. like not many people, I mean, I want to say that they always make it to the playoffs, I yeah. think. Yeah. But they're never like a team that goes all the way, you know? Yeah. Oh, she was pretty good this year. They, they were second in the Big 12. Um, James Madison had a great pitcher, Odyssey Alexander, who I pitched see. nearly every inning yes. for him. And she, was a she pitched well against pitcher. Oklahoma as well, but uh, um, well, Oklahoma she's finally didn't get year? to her. Yes. She was? Okay, yes. so this is the last time we get to see her. But she yeah. was a great pitcher for them. Yeah, she done really well. Really she well. did. All right, other than that, MLB um, going on. Cardinals, we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> either they did, they did win. The they did win last night. Finally, had to snap a six-game losing streak, but their pitching is in shambles with the injuries. Uh, I, I, the offense isn't hitting great, but it's it's not the problem. Mm -hmm. But they did break out last night finally and win. So maybe that'll get them going. They went from first place to third place in the division over the last week. 
So they're now only three games out. But yeah. So there's still a lot of season to go. Still right there. But yeah. you lose six in a row. Your your ace Jack Flaherty is injured to at least August. Uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you've had bullpen guys out. Uh, um, now your number two three starter Kwang Young Kim is going to be out for an extended period of time. So Cardinals are kind of a mash unit right now, unfortunately. But we'll see if they can hang in there at least in the divisional race. They had the best record in the, in the National League for a while, yeah. but then the injury bug hit, and they've had they've been kind of on a losing skid. Yeah, but maybe the losing streak will be kind of over now. It just broke, so hopefully it'll stay broken for you guys. You know. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope. Let's yeah. hope. But yeah, your Astros are still hanging in there. They're, yeah, they're right there in the, in the AL West. They're, oh, they're, they're, I feel like they're definitely gonna make it to playoffs. I don't know about how far they'll go. But I think that we're shooing for playoffs because, I mean, so far they've been doing fairly well. Well, we've, last we've definitely year, had yeah. some. We've definitely had some rocky points, don't get me wrong. But now that we have everybody back, for the most part at least, um, that'll be really – that'll be nice in keeping that going. Yeah, the Astros right now are second in the West, one game out of the division. Mm-hmm. Um, behind Oakland. And as of right now, they would make the playoffs. They have a two-game cushion on the Indians uh, mm-hmm. for the final wild card spot the season into the day, which obviously it doesn't. Yeah. But, uh, and you, you'd be happy that the Cardinals beat the Indians last night. So that's the next team up uh, yeah. <laughs> for the Astros. So you could at least like the Cardinals for that. Uh, yes. For beating the Indians. Hey, I never so. said I never liked the Cardinals. Yeah. I don't trust you anymore, though. Now you don't so. trust me anymore? Oh, man. I have to. I can't assume anymore. Usually, I could assume. I can't assume anymore. It's just Oklahoma. But, that's it. Well, I don't know. Think don't about know. it this way. Who would we choose? Okay, whenever it came to Oklahoma or LSU, who do you think we would pick? Well, I would pick Oklahoma. Who do you think that we as Texans would pick if it wasn't a Texas team and we had to choose between yeah, those but, two teams? Yeah, but the thing is, that's that's Texas Longhorns. You're not Texas Longhorns, are you? I'm not a Longhorn fan. Yeah, no. you're not even Texas A&M fan. You're not even really a Texas fan at all. I'm not. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, I know. I, uh, yeah. I'm more of an out-of-stater fan. Yeah. I don't really yeah. like my in-state yeah. teams. Well, think about it this way. I live right down the road, like not even 45 minutes from College Station. Everybody and their mother in my hometown went to A&M. Yeah, so you probably get <laughs> so tired I'm of them. I'm tired of Aggies. I'm tired of them. They get on my nerves after a while. Yeah. And then UT, I don't know. I just feel like they're a little too stuck up in their bridges. Yeah. So really, Oklahoma's the next so, closest team. And, and no, me being an Oklahoman, no. I mean, that doesn't... No. Well, who else is there? Well, there's Michigan. Michigan's not close to Okay, Texas. Michigan is there, though. LSU, we actually like LSU, though. I didn't know you liked LSU. I do like LSU. I thought One you liked Joe Burrow. friends their med school. I thought you liked Joe Burrow. No, I do it. like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, man. I'm how finding can, out. How can you hate on Joe Burrow? I'm Joe finding Burrow. out new things from you every time. Come on. It's Joe Burrow. <laughs> like, you can't tell me that, that, that he is not just, like, amazing. Well, I've got Boomer Sooner vibes right now. Well, so, you can keep your boomer soon. Yeah, guys. I've got them. They're going to hopefully win a championship today. And, uh, and I hope that they do. But at the same time, like, I mean, I would not be upset if they lost. Yeah. Well, I would be. So I'm uh, just saying. I would not be upset. I would be. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not as pat. I mean, I'm obviously <laughs> into softball. I'm following it all the time. But 
if it's football we're talking about, I'm going to sign even a little bit more. All right, about, okay. Know. I won't touch you on football. Yeah, that I would have gotten a little bit that. more about. No. I won't question your judgment on football. In fact, if he did that, if it's football, I might have just took the mic away over here and just kind of, <laughs> in, in a sense, maybe just cut it. No, this, no, this no. got no. the. <laughs> no, no, we won't do that. I when we get in August, September, it's gonna it's gonna change. I won't be quite okay. as uh, humorous. No. no, and that's fine. <laughs> I, I actually like Oklahoma's football team. However, the wagon kind of scares me now. Well, it would scare me too. <laughs> their, wagon, their wagon's kind of scary. They di- it dumped over, and, yes. and two people got injured on it. So that well, that insane. I would scare me a little bit too. I guess. That was cray cray. That's turned into a meme now, Jeff, where you see everything. <laughs> It's yeah, really yeah. Ooh. I can't help but laugh a little bit at that. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. It was upsetting, but it was funny. Yeah, yeah. it was funny. Yeah, speaking of football, we had, um, and we're going to tweet this out as soon as I get the link. But our head coach Dion Manili was a guest on MidwestSports.net this morning with Joy McWilliams. Uh, oh, awesome. um, I know you know Joy. We've had him on our podcast. Yeah. Um, he had hit Dion was on his show this morning and um so as soon as he makes that link available we'll be we'll be sharing that as well people can check out uh, that interview that's so awesome good yeah. for him yeah so we'll have that to, to share and check out i'm excited to listen to see what dion had to say and joey always does a really good job interviewing and oh, get, yeah. getting to the bottom of things and kind of previewing everything and uh, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun but, i mean it's getting we're i don't like to say because i don't want to wish the summer away but um we're now approaching the middle of june and for my history in sports, which is most of my life, once you get into July, the season is basically here. So, I mean, it's, it's, very it's true. time. It's so, very true. Summer's, it's not over, but it's kind of wrapping as soon up. As, May, as soon as graduation hit, it was like, all right, we're moving on. That was always us, especially throughout high school and stuff yeah. like that. Because, I mean, yeah. we had summer workouts, we have all these different things. And even here at Friends, I mean, it was like as soon as like this the year was over, it was like, all right, we're getting back into it. We're getting ready to go again. Yep, yep. At least that's how it always felt, especially as an athlete. Yeah. But I mean, once we get in July, it's time to start really getting ready for the season. Even though you're still in summer, it's kind of. Then once you get once August first oh, hits, once so, August hits, it's then on. it's all it's I'm it's full on. blown season mode. I'm full blown season mode by then. Oh yeah. I was like, I think that everybody, as soon as August hits from like any school or even professional team that's about to start going home nine yards, because that's about around when football starts up too for N- uh, NFL. Yeah. Home yeah. nine yards. Just everybody is so hyped up by August. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. 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 It's it's in go mode. It's. In- I think I think August is probably the most heightened sports. Yeah. Time. For yeah, you got NFL starting back. You've got obviously you're still in the you're getting down the stretch of the MLB season, yeah. and college sports are starting. So yeah, you're you're ready to go. Shoot, you're wrapping up Olympics for sure. Olympics will be wrapped up in the first part of August this year. We'll be watching that. So yeah, yeah ever everything is. I hated losing the Olympics last year. I really did, but oh, now it gives so us something upsetting. for this year. So it, I guess it works out good. Yeah. So we we got some we got it this year at least, but. Um, but yeah, we'll have everything going on this August. It's gonna be a busy time. That's true. Yeah. Yep. NBA playoffs ongoing. That is obviously a different schedule this year with the delayed season. Mm-hmm. Um, that will that will be wrapped up later part of July. And um, last night the Phoenix Suns defeated the Denver Nuggets in Game Two. Oh really? One twenty three to eighty eight. They now have a two zero lead in that series. The Suns are in the second round after defeating the Los Angeles Lakers in six games. 
And tonight we'll have game three of the Milwaukee-Brooklyn series. Now in Milwaukee, it shifts to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And it, it's no no time too soon for the Bucks. They are off to a terrible start in that series. Um, Brooklyn's won oh. both games big. You know, James Harden hasn't played yeah. in those two games. And tonight we'll also have game two of the Clippers and Utah in Utah. Mm-hmm. Utah came back from 13 down night before last to win game one over the Clippers by three. And the Clippers advanced over Dallas in a crazy series, probably the craziest series I remember watching. The road team won every game until game seven. Yeah. Dallas won the first two in L.A. L.A. come back on the next two in Dallas. I'm thinking, okay, the Clippers, you know, they're a favorite to win it all. A favorite, not maybe the favorite, a favorite Mm -hmm. with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And, you know, they're pretty loaded. I thought, okay, they've got things turned back around. They're going to. No, that's not the case. <laughs> Dallas went back into L.A. and won again in game five. Wow. And then game six, it looks like, okay, Dallas is leading on the fourth quarter. They're going to close this thing out. Kawhi winds up scoring, I believe, 45 points. And they pull out game six and then win game seven at home. Wow. So that's Clippers crazy. are in the conference semifinals in the Western Conference facing Utah. Donovan Mitchell had 45 points in game one for Utah to give them a 1-0 lead series in that series. And then, of course, Nice, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's up 2 on that. The other series that I love watching, or it kind of rests in, is Atlanta and, New- and um, Philadelphia. Atlanta, the five seed. Philadelphia, the top seed with home court advantage. Atlanta went into Philly and won game one behind the big game from Trey Young, mm-hmm. who is an Oklahoma product, I'm going to say. Oh. And, mm-hmm. um, okay. and then in game two, though, Philly turned things back around, um, pulled away in the second half, and, and won the, even the series 1-1. That series is tomorrow night, game three. Now shifting to Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, that series is one-one. So yeah, that's where things stand now. Um, both conference semifinals are going. The NBA draft lottery is June the twenty-second. As you might can guess, being an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, that's now what we have to look forward to because the team rebuilt this yeah. year um, after making the playoffs. I think eleven out of twelve seasons, and so they're in the lottery now, hoping for lottery luck. They have the fourth best odds to get the number one overall pick mm-hmm. and a 47% chance to get two over, two top five picks if the picks fall. Because they got Houston's pick from the Chris Paul Russell Westbrook trade. So if Houston's pick falls out of the top four and the five, then the Thunder get that pick as well, plus their own. Mm-hmm. And that's a 47% chance of happening. So cross our fingers for that. Hopefully. Yeah. That would be good to get two. One would be great to. Uh, top five pick. It's a load of drafts, so they hope they'll get a good, really good prospect. But yeah. two picks would be better than one. Yeah. So, any randomness today? Any randomness today? I mean, there's I mean, we're kind of always random. We're always random. But I mean, there's any, always randomness going on. Any specific <laughs> random topic that we have? Um, I didn't actually have a specific one in um in mind outside of. I guess it's just because I'm so super excited about this. No lie. So, what I have considered, should I move to Florida? Should a, I move like to Florida? That's like the most random topic. Well, you know, <laughs> if you didn't down Oklahoma with Florida State, I might have hey, had a hey, different hey, 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 hey. I might have had a different take on it. But now you've already got too much Florida, so the answer for me would be no. To be no? Uh, yeah, yeah. No. But you don't even know why I moved to Florida. I don't really know. Um, I mean, I guess I can rule out working for Disney, right? That's um, not it. Yeah, but. no, I, I'm too mean to work for Disney. 
Um, so what would it be? I love though? Disney. It's a magical place, but I feel like I'd ruin the magic for so some what, people. So what, what, what would it be? <laughs> so I'm looking at an attorney's office down in Orlando. Or right outside of like Orlando. Like this just like come out of nowhere. This came out of nowhere one day. I was just sitting at at my at my job, at my internship, and was like, you know what? I'm listening to Disney music. I'm having a great time, you know? And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna move to Florida. I wanna work for an attorney's office in Florida. Okay. <laughs> for, for, for the fall semester. <laughs> That's well, not something you do this for a semester, is it? I mean, you, you could. I don't know if I would advise that or not. Why not? I don't know. I think that's too extravagant. That's too extravagant. Well, I, I mean, I've already, I lived, I I lived in Texas, you know. Yeah. I, I've lived in Kansas now. Yeah, but you were in college in Kansas. This here, that sounds like if it's a really career this type job. This is before job, I go into law school, though. <laughs> which you're not officially in yet. Which so. I'm not officially in yet, but I'm getting there. So I'm getting there. I, I don't know if I'd advise that or not. Why I not? I don't think I would. I think it's too. I think it's too big of a move when you're not. Like if it was a career job, then I I would be for. It, but it, that's not like it is. So I don't. I don't think I would. And if you do it, then I'll well, support you. What but if it's in a potential career job later on? No, I don't know. I don't know if there's a, such a thing as that. No. Such a thing as that? No. You know how how everybody I mean, used I've to say. I've worked before, so this could help me on later on when I actually become. You know how I used to say, like when you're out of college, people will say, like, okay. You know, if you just get your foot in the door, it could turn into something. See? I found out, though, usually if you get your foot in the door, they slam the door on, the, on your foot and you're, and you're out of there. You know? So I don't know if I would do that, that risk. You know, if it was here or in even Texas or someplace that you might could have more of a safety net, I might would say yes. But Florida, I don't know if I would do that. That's a, that's a loner move. It's kind of out on a limb. I don't know if I'd advise that or not. But you know what? You got to take life. You got to take risks in life to have yeah, an adventure. Yeah, but some risks are unnecessary, though. I have to take... You have to take risks in life to have an adventure. That yeah. is actually a quote right. from a Disney movie. I don't doubt it. <laughs> I mean, I assumed it Speaking was. Speaking of Disney. <laughs> I assumed it would be Disney. But I, my answer is no. Your answer is no. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't support you. I'm just saying I'm, my answer, I wouldn't advise it. No. So, like, I can't live my dream of living in a tropical-ish area. <laughs> but you can. It's not exactly near a beach, but it's got at least a palm tree You or can. Two, right? It's, just, it's um, just against my better judgment. <laughs> I can't go to Disney every weekend. I technically get in for free since my sister gets guest passes. Mm. And she works there now. I, I, I don't know. I, I still say no. No. Uh, it's against my better judgment. No. All right. So I'm going to have to put more thought into this to convince you otherwise. Yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think it's possible. I'm, I don't, you it's just think my it's better... too far away from you, huh? Well, I mean, no. It's. Uh, I mean, yes. I don't know. I mean, no. I mean, but uh, I I don't know. I think there's a little bit too much risk of all. I wouldn't want to see you take that, you know, be out there by yourself. Uh, but I wouldn't uh, be by myself. I'd live with my sister. So it's close enough to live with her? Yeah. It's literally like the next town outside of Orlando. Well, how long will it take to get there? I mean, next town in Florida, it could be like I an actually, hour drive. No, it's actually not. I, I mapped it. I want to say it's like a 20 to 30 minute drive. With traffic, though. With traffic. Time. That's with traffic. All right. I mean, I oh, that makes it a little better, see? I guess. See? But I still say no. But that you makes still it say a... no? What if, I went, what if I went to Michigan? Because I considered moving to Michigan. Well, if you could, for a semester, if you could live with your grandparents, I think that'd be I probably know. okay. I think that'd 
that would be nice. You did tell me about that. I said that would might be a little different. That one right? might be nice, right? All right, I, I got a lot of thinking to do. I don't think either one of these things is going to happen, though. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, but it is a good random topic. And the Florida one's against my better judgment. Yeah. I mean, you don't want me to give... You know, you don't want me to say yes if I don't if I don't really feel that right. So don't give me false hope here. I don't do that. um, So I'm gonna say I'm gonna pass on that one. Okay. The Michigan win might be a little bit better, but I think your plan for this semester to maybe be in Texas might be a little bit better. Yeah, but I'm kind of tired of Texas. You know, like I, I want to keep moving to different places. I know I you gotta, you gotta state. find I've something. I've already been there, already done that. I know, but you gotta find something that's really good for you. And like, like at forty-five minutes ago, your plans to go to, you're telling me you're going to go to Texas oh, for I'm the semester in August. I'm still going to Tech. Don't worry. You're going to Texas in August, and and now 30, 45 minutes later, now you're about to move to Florida. I want to move to Florida. I want to move to Michigan. Michigan or should um, I just move to Washington? No. Why not? No. Washington's cool. I've only no. been there once. Washington, D.C. or Washington State? No. I was thinking Washington, the state. But, I mean, I go to Washington, D.C. I, hey, because my next move, being an attorney doesn't work out. I want to be a politician. All right. Go watch the movie. Have you seen the movie Mr. Smith Goes to Washington? I have not. Go watch that. <laughs> okay. And just, re- and just change the title to Morgan Goes to Washington. And, and see the other experience he had. And then if you still want to go down there. But you know, some other people's experiences you can't you can't rely on because they're not your experiences. That's true, but you but God gives us examples of them. God gives us plenty of you know see, I, I, things to look at and data to look at and to see how things are going to go. But I think it would be fun. I'll, again, I guess my better judgment. If you want to go, go. I'll root for you and support you. That's the truth, but. I won't advise it. You won't advise it. No, okay, I will I'll not. take that. I'll take that. Not Florida. Michigan so said, might be a little different. Not, not necessarily, but I think for this semester, you're taking the semester off. Yes. I think either here or Texas probably be a little bit. I think those places would give you a little bit more of a outlet to kind of figure out what's going on. Okay. I think. Okay. I well, think being here in Texas would probably be a little bit more profitable. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. Because you still don't know. You're still in the, kind of in, you know, in, in flux. So I think I you don't want to just go do something like kind of crazy. You don't want to go do something crazy and fall out on a limb. You don't even know what you're going to do anyway exactly. So, I mean, you want to stay, you want to stay somewhat safe until you have a firm idea fair. of what's going to happen. Yeah, that's fair. I don't yeah. know. I just think it would be so much fun to do that. You know, I feel like I need to take a risk in life. I know, you but know, there's some risks. The there's some risks that doesn't pay off, and they can be, they can be devastating. What if I move to Hawaii? Hawaii. I can go and live in Hawaii. No. 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 Nope. Oh man. Go well, watch Andy Griffith show where Howard Sprague decided to go to Hawaii I and give up Hawaii. his county clerk position. And see Hawaii. what happens to Howard, and put yourself in Howard's position and see. But I don't want to be a county clerk. Yeah, well, I mean, so, yeah, ha. but no, he gave up that. He went just, just to Hawaii. Like, he wasn't anymore. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. He had a really good job, and he gave it up. But what if I got a good job? Well, I still don't know. See? But it's just so unlikely. I mean, we're not... It's so unlikely. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, if you had a career if you had a career waiting for you, then, I mean, that's different. But you don't right now. So no, I it's don't. A, so, 
kind so of it's hard. I can't advise. I can't advise to do something that risky for you. But it would be interesting. I'd feel bad if it really went south. I said, "Oh yeah, go do it. Yo, go. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's do it." But it would be fun. And anyway, if it went south, I'd feel really, really bad. So it would be I'm, interesting, right? I'm gonna play it safe. Oh, well, I mean, interesting, maybe in a bad way. Hey, but, hey, um, but it's a life experience that I won't forget. You may, you may want to forget it though. I might want to forget. There's a lot of things in my life that I want to forget. You may want to forget it. You may want to forget it. That's the problem. Fair point. I Fair think point. I think here and or Texas for this semester is better. And then once you figure out what's going to happen next, then you can kind of maybe then the risk becomes more mitigated. Then maybe you can. Okay. You know more maybe take smarter risks. So. Yeah. Okay. Not necessarily smarter risks, but more calculated risk, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave it up to the viewers. So I, I poured cold water on that, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's like Rob telling me that I could not be a race walker. Yeah, yeah. He straight up told me that, you guys. Well, I've Rob straight up. Ramsire. Mr. Rob Ramsire, yes, told me I could not be a race walker. And I hope he's listening right yeah. now because I am not forgetting that. <laughs> Well, he's just giving you, like me, he's giving you his honest opinion. I know, and I want his honest opinion. However, like, straight up told me no. Yep. Didn't even give me some sort of, like, Well, Aaron told you you could wrestle. I mean, I did get wrestling, so, so I'll you can take just that. take wrestling, then. Just I'll try, take go get you Go get you a nice new steel chair and, yeah, uh, just and practice your high-flying, <laughs> off-the-top-rope type moves. Let's do it. Your DDTs and RKO's <laughs> And then you can do that. Just, just oh, you have to settle to be a wrestler. I just have to settle to be a wrestler. You have to settle on wrestling. That's what you have to do. Aaron yeah. gave the encouragement. So no. at least I have encouraging words from them. Yeah. From so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to settle for that, I think. But you can do it. No. I would not be surprised if Mr. Rob actually did text you though. I yeah. feel like <laughs> I would not be surprised right now. Yeah. But um yeah. But yeah, okay, so next Morgan sport to do. Is wrestling. You need to focus probably on wrestling. I need to focus on being a wrestler. Yep, so practice your wrestling moves and make videos up so we can yes. share on here. Maybe and, I can maybe uh, I can like go to tech on like as like a walk on wrestler, you know, like damn. Yeah, you know, I help uh, pay for some of my schooling, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Oh man. All right, do we have a devotion or are we going to have to I wing do a devotion? I actually have a devotion. You have a devotion. And it's All right. the devotion that I told you about a while back ago. Yeah, yeah. That I created myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for it. I'm a little nervous about it. <laughs> Why, I don't exactly know, but I am. I am so. super excited about it. So, everyone, please, no one judge me, please. So, okay, because I did this back in like May. Yeah, May. So, um, this one I actually did do by myself. I had no help in it, so this is purely mine. So, I hope you guys enjoy it. If not, I'm so sorry, but <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy it. And the reason why I even got into this topic of um, God is our creator is because I was surprisingly I was actually I guess it's not really that surprising but it is in a way but I was on TikTok one day and was just listening to this um video of a girl who was explaining the theory of simulations 
You know, like our life is a simulation. And it kind of, I don't know, I wouldn't say frustrated or upset, but it just rubbed me kind of the wrong way in a way, I guess it's how I would explain that. It just didn't have like a real positive effect on me and I wasn't a huge fan of this. Just because of, um, and how she ended it really kind of made me a little bit upset just because she was like, I mean, I still believe, I still believe in God is our creator, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like we have a different programmer and I'm like, okay, so you can have a different creator from a programmer. I don't think that's how that works, you know? And so it kind of, it just frustrated me and it irritated me as a Christian because I just want everybody to know and to understand that and I'm sure that all Christians do like I'm not saying that you don't but at the same time like because how she expressed it is that like okay so this is like an actual legit theory that people think you know it's a conspiracy theory that our whole life is basically just this simulation and we have somebody as an outside factor like whether it be aliens or scientists or whatever you want to think about, you know, in this in this theory, they're controlling our actions, our thoughts, our movements, our everything. They control our lives, right? So that's the conspiracy theory is that we're just one big, huge simulation test. That's our lives, you know? So that's the background on the conspiracy theory and why this annoyed me so much as a Christian or at least upset me and I want to get this message out to people who not only think about it that way, but just in their day-to-day -day lives are kind of like wondering and curious about like, okay, why did this happen? You know, or like, why did I think this way? You know, and it's not because of an outside factor. No, because we have God in us. God and Jesus are literally a part of us. They, they are a part in our heart, in our brain, in our mind, in everything. You know, so we don't have like this separate chip from everybody else, you know, and basically like it's just God is our creator, our programmer, our father. He is our everything. We can be discouraged when things do not go according to our own plan, but know that it is okay in the end. Why? Because God knows our future already. He already knows our plan. And I've had to, the reason why I'm tying this into the simulation thing or the simulation conspiracy theory is because in this simulation, we're counting on somebody else to control our lives. And we, but we don't know the end result. And it almost sounds negative to me. You know, well, in our lives, we have to stay positive when we don't know our plan. Because in the end, God knows our plan. Okay, so let's say that today we didn't do this. This almost ties into another devotion that we had earlier in the year, if you were listening. Um, don't be upset about the to-do list that you didn't finish everything on that list. If there's something on that to-do list that you had for today that you did not finish, that is okay. Okay. Because you know what? You got tomorrow or the next day 
or the next day. I mean, depending on what it is, don't put it off. Like, if it's feeding your dog, please don't put that off. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, I can hear people now saying, hey, Morgan told me I can put it off. I can right? feed the dog for two or three days. Dogs be famished. And the, oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, please don't do that. Please don't, for the love of God, do that. <laughs> but, like, don't be discouraged when not everything goes according to your plan. And my mom has actually had to remind me of this too. And the, these are like my mom's words also. It's not just my words. Because like God knows our future already. He is the one who gave us life and the opportunity to live the life in which he has planned for us. Very cliche verse because I feel like everybody knows this verse. However, it's not the most popular verse. I will say that. It's not the most popular, but it is a very well-known verse. It's my favorite verse, or one of my favorite verses. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper and not harm you, to give you plans to give you hope and a future. That right there should just tell you, just because your plans don't go according to how you want them to go, doesn't mean... That's not how God wants them to go. We can't think that there's this outside factor controlling everything that we do when there's not. God gave us this life to live freely and willingly. He wants us to obviously follow in his footsteps. He wants us to follow in the choices that he has or the opportunities that he has laid out in front of us. But at the same time, you got to think about it this way. We have free choice. Yeah, God, God made us free moral agents to, to choose them. He did. And it's not that we're in this simulation and people are choosing our, our fate, our paths, our everything. No. God knows his plan that he has for us. It's up to us on if we're going to follow that plan, though. Which we should. We all should follow this plan. I'm not saying stray from the path. Please don't ever stray from the path. Because it's so, such an amazing path. Even when it seems hard. It is so, so worth it in the end. It truly is. However, if you make this one bad choice, that was on you. You had that choice to stray from the path. Even if it's just for a brief moment. God still loves you in the end. He wants you to seek him. We always have to constantly keep seeking him. It doesn't matter if you are the if you are the pope. You have to continue to seek God because we don't know everything that God is. We don't know everything that he is capable of. We don't. Now, do we have do we have quite a bit of bits and pieces? Absolutely. But we don't know him. He is everything. That's all we know. He is capable of anything and everything. And we have to keep that in mind when we're setting forth on our path. Because we need to follow the path in which God has for us. But sometimes he will close these other doors that might have been on your plan. Or the path that you wanted to follow. But it's not the path he wanted you to follow. Right, right. You see, so that's right. He'll keep a, he'll make a path, and it's going to be straight. But it, it may not seem like it's straight because it might be they might be on a different way than what. Like for example, if we think okay, we're going to go eat at McDonald's, mm -hmm. and we know the way to McDonald's, yep. and instead we're going to Wendy's, yeah, um, like we did today, <laughs> and um, 
and you're and you know the way McDonald's, you're expecting to go to McDonald's, but yet the driver's going to Wendy's. Mm -hmm. Okay, well it's gonna seem like you're going detours and like where are we going? Where are we going? Well, the driver's taking you straight to Wendy's. Mm -hmm. You're not off the path at all. That's where we're supposed to go. Yeah. But yet you think you're going to McDonald's, so you think you're like way out here. Yeah. Well, see that's kind of the way our careers and lives are sometimes. We expect to wind up here. And yet God's taken us on a straight path here, mm -hmm. and it may seem like there are a lot of detours and stops and starts. In reality, God's taken us exactly where he wants us to go. Yep. We just have to be, you know, sensitive to, to know, the, to, to trust him, that he's going to lead us to where he wants us to go. Yep. Our future is not uncertain. Even if it feels like all is lost, God knows we are not lost. We are found and following the path God wants us to follow. We have to trust the process and continue to seek God and, and follow the path in which he wants us to follow. We are, not we are not controlled by God, though, and, told and we are not controlled and told what to do. We are given opportunities to better our lives, but even, hang on, but even, we don't, but even if we don't follow the path to better our lives, God still knows the outcome. He knows the outcome of every single path we take, whether it is the wrong path or the right path. He knows everything because he is everything. He created us. Right, right. We are given, like we said earlier, like we, we are free. We're free people. We are. We are able to make our own choices. We are not controlled by this one thing, you know. We really are not. And that's kind of, that's a little scary to me. A little bit in a way just because it's like okay what if I choose the wrong path but don't don't worry about that because in all honesty God knows the outcome of it if you choose to go down this wrong path for some strange and odd reason he can help you stray back to the outcome he wants right he right. can he can help you stray from that path to a better one you just have to seek him I've seen it so many times in so many people who have been so lost in their lives and people who had no idea about God or they knew about him, but they didn't want to follow, you know, but now are followers and oh my stars, their life has changed for the better. I've seen that so many times in so many people, whether it's people I know or people I don't know, you see it everywhere. We have to, we have to be willing to open our minds and open just all keep keep looking for these open opportunities, looking for these open doors to follow back towards God. Right. But if we right. choose to not, he at least knows the outcome of what will happen if you choose to not. Our future is not uncertain, even when it seems that way. It's not. Yeah, it's not uncertain at all to God. It might seem like that way a little bit to us. We just have to trust him. Again, we may yep. not wind up exactly in the path that we expect to be on yeah but yet it's still mm -hmm. it's still exactly where god wants us to be we just have to be sensitive and to know okay god's moving in a different direction okay let's let, let's explore that we got to open up our hearts to something that god may have for us that we're not expecting mm -hmm. we must put all of our faith in him and and um and he will walk with us on the path to him He's always walking with us. We just have to allow him to. And our future, he has planned for us. Our God truly is amazing. He, he truly is. Yeah, yeah. He knows everything about us. And that's so, that's so cool to me. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I just think that's so cool. Like, he knew us before we were even born. 
before we were in our in our mother our earthly mother's womb. He knew us before our time here. Which is just so cool to me. It is. I, I it find is. that so so cool. It is. Because like, ugh, he already claimed us before we were even officially alive. Mm-hmm. You he know, knows the numbers on our hair. You know, he does. Which means that, that shows how much he cares. Like, he counts the numbers on our hair. Like that's how special we are to she, God. I, I feel like I couldn't even count my own hairs, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a yeah, lot. yeah. But, like, but he knows. He knows yeah. everything. And that's, that's so cool to me. Yeah, it is. And, that, and that's what we're, you know, we, we had fun earlier. But that's, it's the truth is, you don't have to worry about, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to anyone. I'm talking directly to you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about where God's going to put you. Yeah. You know, we're having fun and, and joking around with where, you know, you might move and, you know, yeah. risky and stuff. And that we have fun doing that. But in all seriousness, I mean, God's going to direct you on the path that he has for you. Yes. And whether that's here, Texas, Florida, Michigan, or somewhere totally <laughs> different. <laughs> God's already got a, a path for you. And you are. You're going you're gonna to trust him and you're going you're gonna to be just fine. I don't worry about you at all. Yep. Sometimes the uncertainty is hard and confusing. Trust, trust me, it is. I've definitely experienced that myself. I know you have yourself. Yep. Everybody experiences yep. how, how difficult it can be. But my second favorite verse, and it's actually the one that I have on my bracelet right now, it's 1 Peter 5, 7. Cast mm-hmm. all your anxieties onto me because I care about you. Yeah. That verse always just speaks to me all the time because it's so true. Yeah, yeah. And it's... Because he is the one who cares. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't live in fear of the uncertainty because God makes our future certain. Right. He truly right. does. And it's hard. It can, it's definitely hard. It's never an easy process. Not, nothing's ever an easy process. Yeah. You know? It yeah. never is. We try to make it an easy process, but sometimes that doesn't yeah. happen. The yeah. door gets slammed in our face, yeah. you know, and it's like, well, what the heck? You know? Sometimes, like, I, I've even admitted this to you. Sometimes I wish that we had, like, a direct radio signal. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, just just tell me what you yep. want. Tell me what you want. You know, but we can't We can't live that way. No. No. And, you know, I talking about me being, knowing how that's like. I know, right, I know what it's like to kind of be in the world of unknown. Mm-hmm. The world, your, your future is not, your even your present is not secure like you you have some self-doubt that comes in and you have a tendency um kind of human instinct to try to grab the first thing out there just so you know what's what's there yeah. like you grab grab the first job that's out there or first college that'll take you just so i know that's not what you want to do yeah, no. and again i'm talking to you <laughs> um i know we talked to our listeners but i'm talking to you and whoever else might need it but um, you, don't, this. you don't want to <laughs> grab the first shiny object that comes up because no. God's got something big for you. We have to be patient and, and allow God to move. And just because it's the first thing out there doesn't mean it's it's the best. Yeah. Uh, but I know it's easy to grab it because I've been tempted to. I mean, I've I tried to get, you know, when I before I got here and even, even well before that, uh, there was positions out there I would look at and think, okay, this might be good. You know, it's not great. It's not really for me, but you know what, it's it's better than what I got right now. Mm-hmm. At least I know what I'm going to do the next day. Mm-hmm. At least it's secure. It's not to worry no more. That's not God's best plan. No. And it's, uh, now you're in that position. It's not the worst plan, but it's not. Yeah. That's usually you're, not his uh, no, automatic No, you don't want to grab the first shiny because no. then you might miss out on what you need to do. Yes. So, and now you're in that path of unknown, and we've all been there. And 
Um, you don't. You want to just be patient. And be patient. Stick. Stay the course. Uh, mm -hmm. And trust that God's got you on the way. Yes. Where He wants you to go, whether it's next semester or even the next semester. I don't yeah. know. You may be. We may take a year off, but yeah. when it comes right, said it. That's fine. It Maybe fine. next year yeah. something is out there for you. But uh, either way, God's got you, and um, mm -hmm. God's going to lead you um, where He wants you to go. Uh, and whether it's here or there or any, anywhere, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, just stay confident in that. And those two verses speak um, speak to where you're at. And there's a couple more verses in Proverbs and Isaiah I want you to read too. Yeah. But um, those verses kind of speak to where you're at right now. It's gonna it's gonna all turn out the, for the better. It it's gonna turn out well. It always it always turns out good. Not gonna lie. I mean, I've had so many wonderful opportunities that I never even knew I'd have, like working yeah. for you. Yeah. I never even knew that we'd yeah. come into this, Yeah, you yeah. know? And now this is something that me and you both look yeah. forward to doing like all yeah. the time. And we're not done. We're not done. Who knows how long we're going to do this. God so, only knows, apparently. Yeah, yeah, hopefully it's a long time. <laughs> I'm hoping so too. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, like these are like the different opportunities that I never originally would have been open to yeah. when I first moved yeah. here. But I, God had it. In, God had this in mind yeah, for me. Yeah. And he, he made me a, a family here in Wichita. Yeah, yeah. He knew where I needed to be. Yeah. He knew where you needed to be. Yeah, yeah. And, and he gave just, us family in Wichita. He but, did. And yeah. that's just so amazing to me. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. I just think it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my mom and dad live in Wyandotte, which is about three and a half hours away mm -hmm. in Oklahoma. Um, Michelle's parents live in Springfield, about four and a half hours away. Um, we don't really have family. You're kind of our family here now. Yeah. Really, I mean, it's kind of the way it worked out. So, uh, yeah. and good for me. Uh, and my closest family is eight hours. Yeah, away. yeah, even farther. <laughs> so, well, I'm yeah, like, well, we got each other, and that's all that yeah. matters. Does and God I, know what He's doing or what? So, I think uh, He does. I really think. He so, does. shouldn't we just keep trusting Him because it's going to work out? It, it all works out in the end. It's worked out so far. I mean, you you were meant to work the softball tournament last year. It, was just, See, it had to happen. That's how it worked. You know? God directed you there, and he's going to direct you wherever. Yeah. Your next step is already planned. Yep. So we are not controlled. So in the end, all, all end in seriousness, I guess, in a way. I don't know. But like the all ending reason behind this was because like we're not in this outside controlled environment. We are strictly controlled by our own mind and the mind that God would love for us to follow. He wants us to follow this path where you can't live in fear of the uncertainty and of the yeah. unknown because we are known. Yeah. Do yeah. we know it right now? No, we don't. And we probably never will until we're officially with him. Yeah, yeah. You know, and even then, we uh, who knows? I mean, we, we yeah. don't officially know if we'll know then what exactly yeah. or our purpose fully was and if we fulfilled it. But you know what? We have to live a purposeful life and we have to live our life to the best extent in which he would love mm -hmm. for us to be. Mm -hmm. We can't always expect our lives to go the way we want them to go because God's going to shut the door in your face and say, uh -uh, you're not going there. Look at this door though. Yeah. Check out this one. Yeah. Yeah. Are you intrigued by this one? If not, I mean, I also have this door open for you. Yeah. You know, like, hey, you can choose which one, but I don't want you going down that path yet. Mm-hmm. That's right. Or I never want you going down that path. Like, hey, don't go down that one, or at least yeah. not yet. You're yeah. not ready for that yeah. one yet. Yeah. Just have, go down these steps. And things. God knows what, we're, what we're ready for. Yeah. Too. Some things that he's got planned for us that we're not ready for yet. Yeah. 
I mean, there's no way I'd have been ready to be a head SID right out of college. There's no way I could have dealt with this. I, I had to be. Yeah, I, I think you could have. I don't know. I needed. I needed seasoning. I needed. I, sometimes I don't know if I'm ready now or not. But <laughs> but I needed seasoning, and yeah, God's got all our yeah. Sprinkle the salt. Yeah, yeah. No. He said, "Get a little sprinkle sprinkle here first, and then you yeah, can go over here." That's right. That's that's 100 percent right. No. Yeah, but it's just so amazing, and just. Don't ever live in the fear of uncertainty or that we're controlled by this outside factor because we're not. We have our own choices to choose our own future. However, just know that our future is not lost. Like, we are not lost. We are exactly where we need to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the human flesh, it's hard sometimes. You have to continue to feed in the scriptures. I had to do it too. I had to keep reminding myself and keep reading the scriptures every single day. at a, every single, basically the same time every day. Continue to feed that into your spirit. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. Um, don't let doubt creep in. Mm-mm. Don't get antsy and try to do something quick just for a quick fix. Just trust God that it's, 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 it's there for you. Something's yeah. there for you. Well, it's we like to happen. call the quick fixes back home. Yeah. You know what we like to call those? Redneck ingenuity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's about right. And sometimes that's good. Yeah. Sometimes that's good. Uh, that tape fixes everything. Yeah. 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 Sometimes at home that's good. Uh, I even know but, someone that like bro- like fractured their ankle or broke their ankle, and he literally put duct tape around it. Yeah. And that's yeah. how he went about his day. I was like, Are you what? Yeah. What? I mean, like y'all are nuts. It's funny. Sorry. So if you want a yeah. funny way to compare that to, think of redneck ingenuity and duct yeah. tape. Yeah. Yeah, that's even more randomness. We just can't get out of we just can't get out of randomness. Yeah, we're just random people. We are. We are. It's okay though. Yep, that's the way we roll. That's the way we roll. Yep, way we roll. (laughs) All right, well, that's an excellent devotion written, Miss Future Young Youth Pastor. Thank you. Thank you very much. I do actually want to be that. I know. I know. That's why I said that. Yes. So I'm getting my practice in now with you guys. I hope you all enjoyed it. That's why I I said that. I will continue to try it and make more on my own, but. I don't know. I'm hoping it was good. Yep. I hope it made sense. Yep. I don't know why this randomly popped into my head, but I was like, you know what? I'm writing a devotion about this because um, I know that I was going through hard times. Mm-hmm. And I still, I still am going through hard times with uncertainty because it, it is hard. Our future, our, knowing our future, we're, yeah. we're never going to know our future. You, you no. can't. No. There, there's not, you know, not until we get the there. Future, like, we do not have a time machine as much as I would love a time machine. Not till we get there. Nope, we yeah. can't. Yeah. However, if I ever had a time machine, I'd love to go to the past instead of the future. Like, I don't want to know my future. I really actually don't want to know my future. Yeah, yeah. As much as I would love to kind of like yeah. have like bits and pieces, yeah. I would love that. However, I don't want to know my you future. You want to experience <laughs> the moment. It's kind of like a game to where, you know, if your team is winning and hits a home run, but yet you see an update, like if your TV's behind, you see an update like right before it happens, you're like, oh, Aww. man. Because you want to experience it live in the moment. You want yeah. to be surprised and see it. It kind of takes you out of the moment a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of that way. Um, kind of that way with our life, too. Yeah. To a certain extent. And so, so. I, just, I just don't want people to believe in the... Also, I, please don't believe that we're in a simulation, guys. Yeah. Because we're not. <laughs> we're not. We're controlled by the greatest. We're not really even controlled. We have been created by the greatest... Creator, programmer, father, everything, God. We we are the children of God. And yep, yep. he is the most amazing programmer that I, I've ever known. You know, and I still don't even know him fully, but you know what? He's the 
He's the greatest programmer of all time. And he is. He he's, is. He's, he's the GOAT. Yeah. He's the GOAT. Yeah, we said a lot. To, especially around NBA playoff time, seems like, but any other uh. sport, too. So anyway, we all know the one goat in the NBA is Michael Jordan, not LeBron James, but that's yep. a little tidbit to throw in there. Just saying. Yeah, a little tidbit. All right, this is a great first summer edition, I think, of our podcast. This was fun. Aaron was so good. Too. Aaron was good to have on. Um, through the summer, we're going to keep doing these, and they're going to feature our new head coaches. We're going to have our new men's golf head coach, Dustin Galleon, on um, this summer, along with our new head men's basketball coach, Austin McBeth. And our new head men's soccer coach, Brian Perez. And cheer coach. And our new head competitive cheer coach, Joshua Johnson. we got a lot of people for you guys. So we're going to have more through the summer, so keep an eye off the next date. We'll be announcing that very soon uh, when you can catch us next. And again, if you missed it live, you can always catch it on Apple iTunes and Spotify. And we always share the links to that um, on the conclusion of the podcast. So keep us there. If you haven't followed us already or... um, Make sure you do that and subscribe, and so you don't miss an episode. And you're not gonna—you don't ever want to miss an episode. You're not gonna want to miss any of these summer episodes. I can tell you that because it's gonna be very interesting and in depth with our new head coaches, and as we get ready for the 2021-22 sports season yes. coming up, Woo-hoo. it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. But I'm still—I'm not, not ready to give up <laughs> summer yet. I'm gonna enjoy this summer stuff right now because when you wrap up one year, you still gotta unwind a little bit to the next year. And by the time August gets here. When August 1st hits, I'll be ready to go. But yeah. until August 1st, I'm going to enjoy the summer stuff. So, no. I think it's going to be kind of <laughs> weird like going into August now. Like I don't have volleyball. I know. So I look forward to in August. I don't even have school in August. So I'm yep. like, man, it's like my extended summer vacation. Let's yep. go. Yeah, yeah. And hey, that, that's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That, that. That's good. And if you want to... Take a positive spin on it. And you, know, and, you, and you know how it goes. If you still want your taste of sports, you get your fix here. So, of course. Uh, with of course. me. You always have that. No. Oh, I'm so... Don't, don't be surprised if you hear me announcing on some of the volleyball games or commentating on some of our volleyball games. I'm just saying. Yeah. You can still be around. Well... I'm still yeah. around. You can't get rid of me that easily. Yeah. I'm still the assistant SID. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going assistant nowhere. Yeah. Not SID. former assistant. No, not former I am the assistant. No yeah. one can ever take my place. No, no. Not you're, even Scott. You're just pronouncing it right now. Yes. <laughs> Not even Scott. Yeah. He's so the it. grad assistant. I'm the actual assistant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so does that technically mean I'm above Scott? Mm, you can I'll, say no. I'll, 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 I'll let you two decide okay. that. So All if right. Scott has I'll any, if he's listening, has any qualms, then he can take that up with you. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> okay. All right, Scott, we're going to have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. You're both on the website. He he is listed one spot above I just want to you. Talk, man. So yeah. So. I just want to talk. That's, that's it. I just want to talk. Yeah. Hey, this, and what a better place to do it. I know, right? We're talking with friends. Yeah, yeah, we're talking with friends. All right, well thanks for listening. Um, that's gonna do it for this edition. We're gonna be back with you soon though, another summer edition of our podcast. Be be on the lookout for the date of that. And since we don't remember probably who prayed last in May, which is not very long ago, I'll start off and pray. Okay. And you'll take on the next one, and yes. we'll just rotate like that again. We'll get back on track. Yes. So I'll just I'll take the I'll t- I'll be a team player today. So all right, let's pray. Lord, we're thankful for today. We're thankful for the summer season you give us. We're thankful for this university as always, and for the mission that we we have um, to lead people and to make an impact in people's lives for you. We're thankful for Morgan and the work that she continues to do for us and already has done for us. And we just continue to ask you, bless her 
and guide and direct her, allow her to, to feel the Holy Spirit guiding every step she takes. And we're just thankful that we have her here with us. And we're thankful for our student athletes and coaching staff uh, for the work Aaron Meister's done uh, for joining us today and, and the work he does in starting our wrestling programs. We just continue to grow our university, grow our mission as we bring people closer to you in a deeper relationship with you. And keep us safe always. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, so that's going to do it for us today. Have a great rest of your Thursday and Friday and weekend. And we will talk to you again soon.